Hey, Frankie here. After all the mess with the mimics, we decided to spend some time just chilling out at Titan Slumber. But we ended up not staying long because Willby started misbehaving again. So it was up the mountain towards Tarongo Nook we went. But it wasn't long before we noticed we were being followed. This guy who looks like a dinosaur was on our trail, but he didn't seem to want to talk to us. We were partway up the mountain when I found myself at a place I've seen in my dreams. Only this time, there was no naked man. I was fully clothed. Not far off there was a really interesting cave that told us to stay away. So, of course, we went straight inside to see what was up. And what was up was Master Speck. Everybody and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Janice and Breffitt's Parchment Company. My name is Penny D. I am, as always, your dungeon master. And my no food, like my flavor that I cannot deal with, is eggs. Uh, if you disguise it, like if it's in a cake or it's like with a bunch of other stuff, I can deal with it. If the yolk is kind of runny and I don't have to eat the yolk, like I can sort of drink the yolk, you know, by just, like you know, you dip it in the bread, <laughs> yeah, and then the bread becomes like yolky Soldiers. bread. That's yeah. fine. But like I. I so you're fine with the yolk flavor. It's the white of the egg you don't like? It's the eggy flavor. And I feel <laughs> like the, the liquid yolk has like a different vibe, but like eggy. It's okay. So, so you're not into like a quiche? I'm, I'm cr- yeah, no, very much don't like a quiche. Meringue. Actually, meringue doesn't taste it's, like it's egg sweet. at all. It doesn't taste like Pavlova. egg. Have Like a... Yeah. It's a little more like a like a egg custard. Yeah, no, do not, cannot do that. <laughs> and it's really sucky too because Liv adores eggy flavors, and so I kind of spoil that for them every time. They're like, "Hey, I bought this like Japanese egg dessert," and I'm like, "I'll try that," and then my face shrivels up like I've eaten a lemon. <laughs> it just means I don't have to share. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is all for you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nathan, and I play Flinvar, the halfling bard, the most contract wielding halfling around <laughs> yikes you haven't met Vivi <laughs> <laughs> and my nope food one because of allergy but also because of texture is seafood especially uh, shellfish mm. um, not great for me but oh my gosh so phlegmy tasting and feeling did that once to my detriment but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting one because I love a, I love a mussel I love a pippi I haven't eaten them in years but it's like hard gum no they're good they're like mushrooms nope. Oh, no, no, that's no. also you also don't like a mushroom. Like <laughs> that makes yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I've never met a person who hated shellfish but loved mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, is it you? <laughs> yes, I like I like uh, scallops. And right. That's the only. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I love a mushroom now. Mm, I do like a mushroom. I really like mushrooms, but I also don't like shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> you like? I've never met somebody that. And now like, there's, there's, yeah, at there's this two, very table. there's two in the room, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> we are forty percent of the population. Although to be fair to you guys, you prefer mushrooms over shellfish, and I said likes shellfish and doesn't like mushrooms. That's yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're not that. <laughs> I want to be that now. Out of spite. Out of spite. <laughs> to me, specifically. Yes. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> but on to my name. I'm Liz. <laughs> and I play Karen. She's a dwarf barbarian who 
loves to impart upon people the importance of eating well. <laughs> it's so, just all her opinions, really. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. saying that. Yeah. She's, she's, she's very much a parent. My food that I can't handle, and this is going to be a controversial one, is buttered noodles. <laughs> I've never had so that. So when you say butter noodles, you mean like pasta, right? Yeah, I mean pasta with butter. Which I believe Americans call noodles sometimes. Yeah, they do call it noodles, which is very strange to me. It triggers me. When they say uh, macaroni noodles, I'm like, what? No. It's no. Pasta. pasta. Those are clearly tubes. Yeah. 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 They are, they are tubes. elbows. Yeah. When I think of noodle, of course, I think of like ramen noodles. Yeah. 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 Not a, not a say, spaghetti noodle, which is not a noodle. It's pasta. It's still mm, pasta. It's pasta. It's just, the, yeah, it's, st- it's wrong. But any They're combination noodles. of butter plus pasta or noodles, I can't handle it. And no other, like nothing else? Well, I do like that. It's sometimes delicious. there's a bit of salt or a bit of pepper yeah you need the salt it's can't it's it's just it's just mush to me that's but nothing but honest, nothing else no yeah, okay, I'm, kind of like on, I'm kind of on Liz's yeah side with this it's one. just it's just <laughs> no, a bit you of, need it it's actually really good it's oh. a really good food for if you're like a sautami as well because it's quite bland but you just have toast <laughs> but it's actually too rich for me so i can't oh eat my God. a lot oh, of it okay. butter is since with my new stomach your new stomach my new stomach your new it's, stomach it's very difficult to handle a lot of butter. Mm. Yeah. I so I imagine. have just a little bit. Same with gluten? Yeah, I feel like my... Oh, yeah, probably. I feel like my thing with buttered noodles is it's a lot of butter. Mm, it it's is. It's a lot of butter. A lot okay, of I don't butter. add that much butter. It's the. No. It's kind of the... It, well, if you don't add a lot of butter, then there's nothing. Then there's it's nothing. Just, yeah. it's just it's boiled just, noodles with a little yeah. bit of... little Like a wisp of flavor. <laughs> if you're like fancy enough, like a little bit of grated Parmesan. Oh. So okay, now it's not butter noodles anymore because yeah. now you've added flavor. Oh, yeah, well, now that's, that's, okay. that's cheesy. That's cheesy. Well, it's not I can that. do cheesy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if you want to level up your buttered noodles, though, you can add a little bit of chicken stock. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it makes like a nice chickeny sauce. It's delicious. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> hi, I am Poppy. I am Idafa the Tiefling Rogue on the streets. I'm a woman in the sheets. What? I don't know. I'm very Willie, tired. We are <laughs> Anyway, I have a couple of no foods because I am a very picky eater. That's fair. I don't eat tomato. I don't eat avocado. Mm. I don't eat seafood. And I don't eat fruit. All fruit. All fruit. I agree with you with the avocados. And the tomatoes, unless they're like cooked really well. See, that's I'm the opposite. I cannot eat cooked tomatoes. I can only eat fresh tomatoes. Oh, and no. avocado is one of my favorite foods. I've, I've, I've got never told from TV that it's the good kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> TV I'm TV wouldn't kind of lie to me like this. I'm the kind of person that if I get sushi and it has avocado and I'm pulling it out. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pull the avocado out. That's oh, a, I didn't get avocado sushi. Yeah, that is a that is a classic move for me as well. Yeah. No, I'm not I just like but I can fruit. do. Yeah, it's a texture thing for oh, me. That makes Actually, sense. Actually, no. One fruit I do I can't eat is cranberries. Okay. <laughs> like oh. a real. That's not even a fruit I would think of. That's, I know. Interesting like <laughs> fruit. To I eat. know. It's very bougie. I like obviously love a dried cranberry. Mm. I'll eat dried fruit. I don't think it's, it's obvious at all. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like when I was growing up, my mum would get me dried fruit, which is not nearly as good as fresh fruit because it's full of sugar and no fiber or whatever. But she was like, I just need to get some fruit into you. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently when I was a baby, I was eating it like it's just happened when I was like four and I just don't eat it now. So I I like a fruit smoothie and I eat bananas pretty regularly. I cannot do either of those. Okay. Okay. Is your banana thing? This is something that's I've a lot of my banana thing. Yeah. Your banana thing. This is something quite a few of my friends have. Is it the smell? 
No, it's the texture. Ah, Completely. Because I have a few friends who can't be in the same room as a banana. (laughs) (laughs) That's a horrifying weakness. Because they smell so strong to them. It's all of that potassium. I can imagine like a horror movie where you're like running away from the monster through a haunted house and you just open the door and there's just a single banana (laughs) just sitting on the ground. And you're like, oh, I can't. Force field stopping me. No. The smell. (laughs) My one weakness. Anyway, yeah. That's me. Okay. My name is Stephanie, and I play Frankie, the human artificer, who does like bananas, probably. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> brain food. Brain food. Uh, <laughs> Very important. My no food, I don't really have a lot of no food, but I would, I would say in this instance, it's most types of shellfish. That's not scallops. Like if I'm eating a nice seafood mornay or seafood chowder, I'll just pick around this shellfish. <laughs> it's mainly for me, I don't like eating sand. So like I'm eating mussels, I'm like, this is sandy. And then also I don't like the crabs. And also mussels remind me of a certain anatomy part. Uh, so I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat that. So yeah, that's, that's my, my no. Does your anti-sand agenda um, extend to like gritty foods in general? It depends on. Do you like tabbouleh? I'd find, oh, I'd find I that like slightly gritty. I, gr- I like oh. that. Uh, and sometimes like when I'm making frosting and mm. the butter to oh. sugar ratio, because it's not enough yeah, yeah, yeah. liquid in the butter to dissolve the sugar. I'm just like, Ugh. And then it gets all like crunchy and gritty. Yeah, yeah nah. Yeah, stop. Yeah, You're making that. me think of passion fruit seeds and it's making me angry. Oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like crunchy, like crunchy foods. What's mm. the What's the opposite of ASMR? I don't know. Nah. But I, 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 whatever, I, I, whatever the hell we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, this isn't the opposite of ASMR podcast. It's a D&D podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we probably should continue. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. not to cut you off. Or anything. Yeah. No, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, how do we want... Uh, do we want to play some D&D? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Anything yeah. to get away from these. So you guys are halfway up the mountain. Uh, well, you know, you, you actually don't know how far you are. Mm. You are partway up the mountain. Whoa. Uh, you found yourselves a little. You found yourselves a little nook, a little a little old home. Uh, and when you went in, you were attacked by some scruffy, scrunkly little headless dog things. Scrunkly. With, yeah, scrunkly. They weren't little though. They were big. Medium yeah, they size. were. They were large. They were large lads. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Also, scrunkly is a new word that you would use to describe like a wet cat. Oh, and yeah. you know, you know that like that like, hello, I'm a complete mess, but look at me, I'm small. Scrunkle makes me think of the sound when you crush up like oh, cellophane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. It's like it's like scrungly, but it's got a k in it. Scrunkly. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> Idafa, you are standing outside the cave area yes. that you watched your friends go into. Yeah. Some of them came out with a monster, yeah. kicked the monster's ass, and they ran back inside. And your response was like, I wonder if there's someone coming over here to talk to me. Oh, well, no. My response Hello, when I saw man. them was like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. But then it, it, it was killed, and I was like, oh, sweet. That's that done. I'm going to deal with this while they deal with that. Fair enough. I was I was poking fun at you, but you're right. Know, that is an accurate depiction of what happened. <laughs> uh, but this dinosaur-headed person, this lizard folk guy, is, you know, he's hopped off of his big goat, uh, and he's walking over to you, and he, he's like, Hi. Hello. So I did notice that you had your telescope pointed at us, assuming you were looking through it. It was up to my eye. It's, yeah. safe. it's a safe assumption. Out of curiosity. And look, I'm not offended. I know I'm a handsome boy. Um, <laughs> you are a model after all. Mm. <laughs> but why? 
Oh, I was told to follow you and see what you're capable of. So oh. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who told you to do that? Oh, my boss did. And your boss's name is? I declined to answer that question. You declined <laughs> to answer the question. Yeah. Well, how about we play Hangman and we can figure it out? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you have literally just been told you need to kind of like tail us and keep an eye on us. Well, I was told to tail whoever came out of the grotto at, mm-hmm. at Titan Slumber. Oh, and so, so not specifically us. Like, well, yes, specifically well, yes, you because but you did not the by thing. name. Like no one was like, you have to follow... Well, I don't want to give you my name now, but four named characters. Okay, I get it. I, I realize I'm wasting on precious time. <laughs> okay, this is going to sound weird, but are you... He like looks you up and down, and he's like, this is going to sound so weird, but... Is your name Mr. Sourpout? Out of his face kind of like screws up. He's like... <laughs> That is a name I've been known by. Does it? Does his face screw up into, say, a sour pouting <laughs> expression? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, it does. It's like he's just eating a lemon. <laughs> yeah, so I was just told to figure out what you can do and then... Oh my that? God. In his head, I was thinking that little shit. You know, the kid... Um, Silver? Silver, yeah. <laughs> Silver time minutes. I'm like, oh god. Okay, did Silver put you up to this? Who? Well, let's not go down that path. All right. So, how much longer do you have to follow us for? Until I can figure out what you can do, so I can report back. I already told you this. Look, do you want me to just tell you? Tell you? Like, is that not easier? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't told to come here and take your word for it. But yeah, I suppose so. Well, are, don't you? Are there more of you? Like in there? Should I, we go see what's happening over there? No, no, they're fine. They're just doing their own thing. They'll be out soon. You can interview them as well. Sure, yeah. Okay, well, why don't you tell me what you can do? Okay. And then I'll go in and see what they're up to. Okay, cool. Um, do you just want to fast forward through this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, what, do you, what do you tell him? That he's he can play the guitar. <laughs> you start losing him straight away. <laughs> uh, I can play the whole riff of Smoke in the Water. Uh, <laughs> oh, you dear. He can do more than that. He can uh, play Wonderwall. <laughs> I'm working um, on Wonderwall. <laughs> um, he's a model. <laughs> um, and he loves his cat. And a couple of other miscellaneous details that don't mean anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's like, look. Um, okay, so now I just have to keep following you and observing you. Ugh. Like, I can do it from afar so that it doesn't freak you out or whatever. You get performance anxiety well, or whatever. You may as well just stick with us, right? Because, well, you seem like a pretty good cook. You could be useful. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? That's such a weird thing <laughs> about someone. I love it. How would you know from looking at me that I'm a good cook? I don't realize this. It's like, I mean, like you look like you'd be a good cook. Roll me deception. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Ha. Huh. That's a 25. <laughs> he, he got a two on his insight. Oh my God. So he's like, I do look like someone who would be a good cook. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Okay, That's well, look. very insightful of you. Are, you. are you interested in joining us for a while while you watch us? Okay, but just so you know, I'm here to observe. Yeah. I'm not here to contribute. Like, I'm literally... Like, if I am helping, then I, my information is all incorrect, so... You feel me? Yeah, I get you. But could you at least, like, cook for us? I... <laughs> He's like really taken aback by the question, but still flattered from before, so he's like... 
I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in that case, you wait here. I'm just going to go check with my friends and make sure that's okay. Because, like, I don't want to be the guy that just brings someone at the party, you know. That um, seems fair. It would be awkward if everybody else didn't want me around. It would be weird. All right. Um, you know my name, apparently. So I'm Blackguard, by the way. Well, that's nice what you can you call me. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait here. You're not going to go in there and, like vanish forever are you because it took me a super long time to get here oh no yeah we're not gonna vanish i'll be right back can you please do that (laughs) (laughs) we don't have any teleportation spells meanwhile (laughs) (laughs) the three of you uh frankie karen and flynn (laughs) were dealing with what was happening in the little in the little home area (laughs) and one of the figurines grew up into master speck and he's floating above you like he do a beautiful (laughs) gorgeous i gotta show you what i do (laughs) He looks more or less exactly like you saw him uh, when you went to uh, when you were on your way to the funeral. Mm. He's he's floating in the air. He's like levitating. Uh, It's a beautiful elvish man, long lashes, very feminine, very lovely. Uh, And he looks around at you and he sees the destruction of the space. (laughs) And he's like, "Um, "The fuck." (laughs) That's not our fault. Yeah. To be fair, your little beasties tore all this up. That's right. Okay, um... There's one still in the corner, still going for it. Uh, he kind of floats over to it, and he holds his hand out toward it. Like, he just holds his palm toward it, mm. uh, and then it starts to shrink back into a toy again. Bite. Uh, and he, and he, you know, picks it up, pops it back on the shelf. Can I... Where's the other one? Oh. Uh, outside, maybe? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You're in here. Where's the other one? Outside, maybe. Out. Yeah, it was carrying someone out. <laughs> It's efficient. It's efficient. It's shrunk back into a figurine. I don't know. They're small. We okay. could have kicked it somewhere. Who are you? And what are you doing here? Wait, you know us. You know us. Wait, are you a memory? Are you a Are you a, a past you? My or name pre- is Master Speck. Yes, yes we, we know. know. Yes, yes, we, we know, know you. you. Yep, okay. You know we, us. We, we've we're met. friends. We've met. We've met. Yeah, we're friends. Um, okay, I meet a lot of people. I'm a wandering hero, which yeah. means, you know, I I don't memorize everyone's names of, like, villages that I save and stuff, so names, maybe. I'm Flynn. And we all just start talking at the same time, like, okay, this is Flynn, and then yeah. it's Karen, this is Flynn, and then Karen, and, and, and I'm Karen. I'm, I'm that, but that's Frankie, so, Frankie, you know, Frankie uh, is, that Frankie's, and some, there's some of yeah, those outside yeah, that you yeah. might know, I think, they think he keeps talking to you or trying to talk to you. At, at this point, Ida walks in. He's like, hey, guy. Ida, when you walk in, uh, you walk in and you see Master Speck there, and you meet eyes with him for a second, and he looks, the expression on his face is like, for a moment, it's a little upset. <gasps> and he looks at you guys and he's like okay well what what are you doing in here this is a sacred place i left up not a sign but like i left up stuff that this place wouldn't be disturbed so why are you in here setting off traps and destroying things it's cold outside it is cold outside and we were we were taking a break no and we just kind of found it here no frankie likes understand common We're just like teenagers called them like a place we're not meant to be right. We're just like, oh, it's the house. Okay. So, also, I really like books. You don't have a front door. I mean, you've got guard things, but you don't have a front door. It's true. Uh, I'm trying to keep it preserved as it was. A god used to live here. Oh, who? okay. So it's not up to me to come in and like add stuff to it. Was it the uh, old naked man who like melted into a skeleton? We had a dream. I have no idea how to respond to that. What, what did he look like? Is it yes or no? Was it the god that was killed? We know a couple of god names. What's, oh, yeah, what's the, the name ha- you know? We'll swap you some of ours. Oh, my God, guys. Look, Speck, I'm, I'm really sorry. 
They- I defer. Yes. <laughs> These are your friends? Yes. Can you please remove them? Uh, of course. Come on, guys. Uh, actually, I've got someone you, you need to say hi to. No, I want to look around the room. Look, we... Yeah, I'm Come pretty on. sure we deserve more answers from that's, Master Spec, considering right. he's recently stolen from us. I defer. Roll me, right. a, uh, roll me an insight check. And it's not his room. He said it's someone, some god's room. 14. You never told him your name. Hmm. Oh. I'm not really surprised, but... No, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, not, so you guys aren't coming with me? <laughs> I'm going to start cleaning up in here. I'll help too. I will help clean up this bookshelf. It, it's not like we wanted to disturb the area. Yeah, I'm we sorry. Didn't. That thing clawed a lot of things. Well, it destroyed yeah. the guys, bookshelf. I'm guys, sorry. Guys! Oh, books? We should leave. <laughs> Thank you. And he kind of hovers over to you, and he sort of holds his palm out towards you like he did before, and you feel like weird spindly fingers on your shoulder like invisible fingers on your shoulder and he says um i'm i'm afraid i'm quite busy uh but thank you please take care of yourself okay oh no problem we'll probably see you around uh and then he makes a little a little like satchel like a small cloth bag hover out of his pocket and it it like He's using his other hand to look like levitate it, uh, and it floats over towards you and, and just like hangs where you can take it. So, yeah, I let it drop into my hand. <sighs> and so he cool. says, um, well, good luck. And I guess have fun with these guys. <laughs> Maybe try to teach them to speak one at a time. Yeah. No. I think no. that would take. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll catch you later, Spec. Come on, guys. I've got someone. Like I said, I've got someone you need to meet. How about Karen goes with Idafer and you two stay inside because you said you wanted to help clean up anyway? But he might not answer for Idafer. That's right. I don't necessarily want to speak to him. I just want to look at the books. Mm-hmm. Just trust me. Just trust me. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Karen, you go outside and you can see the, the dinosaur man hanging out, just sort of waiting. I'm uh, just and, so you know, I'm kind of at the door, kind of like ushering you guys out. And I'm being like, oh, there's um, new party member. Can you go introduce yourself? Oh. And uh, while while you're doing this, uh, he's turned his back to you and he's just holding his palm out towards the bed. Uh, and it's kind of undestroying itself. It's like reverse time reversing itself uh, to put itself back together from all the claws that were you ripping it up before. All right. And um, so Karen's going to mutter to Flynn and say, try to... Try to ask him about the the other amulet. Meanwhile, I'm pushing you all out. And then, yeah, Karen takes Idafer by the elbow and says, "Okay, let's go and come and introduce me." Then, uh, no, you guys go. (laughs) I'll follow behind. I'll be there soon. There's absolutely no way I'm leaving you behind with this maniac. Why not? You collect daddies. The vampires, the pants off. You're not safe. Yes, last time I saw you with Master Spec, you nearly got murdered by a vampire. Okay. So we're going together. Well, clearly not, because he's not going to speak to us if we don't. If we're all together. Oh, can we just quickly ask whose whose house this is that we accidentally got you to destroy? He's now uh, moved. Like the bed is now fixed, and he's moved on. And he's holding his palms towards the books that are all spade, and yeah. one at a time, the books are like lifting up and like lifting themselves back into the shelves. Mm-hmm. Like there's little invisible hands picking them up. I'm picking one up and be like, oh yeah, waiting for the invisible hand to pick it up and be like, oh, okay, now pick this one up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah okay so he's not like he's not being hostile towards you frankie because you are helping so when you're picking the books up um roll me an investigation check for what you can gather about them 
just so you guys know, Karen does have a vendetta against Master Spag. Oh yeah, I know. Because every every interaction she's had with him has been negative. But let's try to yes and our team members, right? <laughs> when, we're, when our team members are pitching things, let's try to yes and each other. All right. That's an 18. For investigation? Mm-hmm. Uh, you pick up two things. The first thing is that all of the spines are labeled uh, with a series of dates. Um, and they're quite old. Like some of them are hundreds of years ago. Wow. And they're labeled like, you know, April 16th to, you know, June 23rd and then within the year. And then the second thing that you pick up is that all of them have the word uh, Delton Dream Journal on them. Delton the Bluebird. Delton the Bluebird. Also known as, also as found in the church of Dalton. Mm-hmm. Like, huh, Sad eyes. I know a bluebird by the name of this name. Well, what? a god named a god who now is symbolized by a bluebird once lived here. Oh my gosh, he comes oh, in our yes. dreams. Yeah, he does come in my dreams a lot. Yeah, we're quite. We're, we're like this. Frankie says as he holds up his fingers and it's it's crossed over. <laughs> is that right? What does he tell you in your dreams? I'm sorry. This is an exchange. This is not just a we tell you things. Frankie was just going to tell him. There's going to be a little yeah. gimp. Pretty sure he just tells us of past mistakes that we might have done in order to maybe prevent it from happening again. I don't know. Such as? Uh, well, like, there was this time I was sitting there and the sky was naked and then I asked the bird if I should get naked and he's like, well, no, don't do that. So I didn't. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, as he was decaying, Ymir City was growing, and I assumed that that was because, you know, we all killed fucking a couple gods and got rid of magic, uh, and then, and then, you know, we, we prospered, but in reality, did we really? You seem very insightful, Frankie. That's so, that's so philosophical of you, Frankie. Frankie is slightly surprised, but he's trying to hide it. He's like, oh, God. I'm in university now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't mean to be rude mm-hmm. to you, but I'm trying to keep this place preserved. Well, now that I know it's my friend Dalton, yeah, okay. Yeah, I accidentally turned off the. What well, I purposely turned off the <laughs> down, down the down the um the walkway um the protection glyph? thing. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'll reset that up before I leave. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll apologize to him next time I see him in my dreams. Meanwhile, Artifact and Karen are like over by the door like, I'm staying, you're going, I'm staying, you're going. <laughs> How does that resolve? Karen says, you really want to talk to this man alone? Eh. I noticed that Frankie and Frankie's really talking to him. I'm like, oh, actually, Frankie's got it. Yeah, I'm okay about it. I don't have anything special. I can give you two minutes alone with with that's Master Specs, but that's all, that, that's all that Karen will allow because <laughs> she hates him. <laughs> I got the god name now, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually happy. I'm fine. So he finishes tidying up, and he kind of sort of the same uh, where the canalith went up and used its claws to like you know destroy some of the shelves and books. He does the same thing where he sort of holds his hands out towards it, and the damage you know reverses itself mm-hmm. until it's sort of back the way that it was. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at you all and he says, "Too many people fail to appreciate history." So yes. please don't disturb this place any more than you currently have. Uh, so goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Okay. We must learn from the past so that we don't make the same mistakes. <laughs> Frankie says as he... Great knowledge comes great responsibility. And he looks like right at you for some reason. He's like... <laughs> um, 
This is important. Karen, you notice, like, because you're, like, watching this dude, right? You notice that, like, once in a while, his eyes are, like, flicking up towards Idafa, just, like, mm. like in a way that he's not, like, he, he seems mostly really uh, calculated with his moves mm. and everything that he does is kind of graceful and for a purpose, but his eyes, like, once in a while do flick over to Idafa mm. while he's doing everything else. Uh, and then he is like, well, I'm going to... because I'm a model. True <laughs> <laughs> fashion. Well, if that's all. Idafer, I'll give you two minutes alone with him. But I want you to stay safe, okay? And if anything happens, just call out. I'll be here immediately. Where are Flynn and Frank at this time? They are just finishing up. Yeah, Everyone's in the space. Out, yeah. we, can, we can wait for you outside. I, I'm like, well, do you guys need any help, more help cleaning up? Or? No, it's it's mostly done, done now. We're done. Okay. Um, he's like getting ready to do the spell that would create the glyph in this in the in the front again. Sorry, can you just describe the glyph again? Was it like a door? No, a glyph is like a little symbol, like a magical yeah. symbol that you would place on a surface that uh, when it triggers, it, like every glyph triggers for a different way. Like a glyph might trigger if there's sound near it, or a glyph might trigger if someone steps on it or passes by near it. It's like using redstone in Minecraft. I was gonna, yes, I was gonna say uh, as we're walking out, if we walk by the little other, oh, the one, other figurine. Like, oh yes, but, oh here he is. <laughs> yeah. So so again, he reaches out his palm towards you, and you feel invisible fingers pluck it out of your hand mm-hmm. and it like floats mm-hmm. over moves it he moves his palm around and it floats over and, and pops back on the shelf where you saw it first mm-hmm. grow from yes so we definitely get the feel it's, it's just a projection of him using his like telepathy and stuff like he's not in the room with us right uh you have no way of knowing that unless you try to touch him absolutely no way of knowing i don't want to try and touch him karen is staying as far away from him as possible <laughs> sorry just last thing i'm gonna leave because i was in the middle of something yeah yeah we're leaving yeah, I was. If you come back in here, you will re-trigger everything, oh, no. and then I have to come back here again. Well, what if we want to see you again? Do we just have to come back here and then re-trigger everything? And- is there an easy way to contact you? Yeah, is what we're saying. Uh, you could send me a, a sending spell. Oh, oh, mm. yeah, we could, could do you that. You could write me a letter, I suppose. What's your address? Hey, uh, he goes. Um, some of my servants are around. I think some of them know you, so you could ask them. Mm, yes. Oh, uh, yes. We yes. do know them. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we'll head out of the door, and Karen will kind of sidle over and grab Frankie and and Flynn. We and will kind leave of, out of the door now. And kind of pull them towards the door, like staring at him the entire time. She's not taking her eyes off of this terrifying man that she hates. <laughs> just kind of pull them towards. He's the really pretty, so doorway. he just assumes that you're checking him out. Like, oh my gosh! Don't <laughs> cold game. Okay, and so Idafa, you're left alone with him for a moment. I just want to open up the little parcel that he gave me, little satchel. There's about twenty pieces of blue electrum in there. Shit, huh? So, what's this for? He says to Master Speck. I think you know what it's for. Well, to just use. You decide what you use it for. You could sell it. You could. And he points to your amulet. Mm-hmm. You know. Also, just to confirm, do you really not remember the others, or? Uh, he smirks a little <laughs> bit. Uh, roll me insight. <laughs> Cheeky catch. Rude. Love it. Love it. Memorable. 16. He's lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, and I just like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, thanks anyway. Um, sorry about the place. I promise I did not have anything to do with it. <laughs> That is completely the truth. Yeah. For once he's telling the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask you something? Yeah, go for it. Are you okay? 
Well, no, I'm dealing with constant trauma in my life and I'm <laughs> not even 20 yet. But, like, Me considering too. that... I mean, not the not even 20 thing. Yeah, you seem kind of old. But, like, not in the... Not, not in the <laughs> <laughs> I don't you're, blushes no, and he right. means it in it like a... You just seem, like, wise beyond your years. Yeah, you're right. I'm 199. I'm an elf. Yeah, I thought so. 199? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, because he was in the he was in the dream. He was the baby in the dream. Yeah, you, saw him, yeah. you saw him as a little kid when they were killing off gods. Just um, be safe. I'm nearly done. Okay, what so can we expect to see you again soon? I'm nearly done. I don't know the future. Okay, well, was there anything? I wish I wish that I did, but I don't. Well, before you go, is there anything I can do to help? He like inhales a little, kind of sighs. Yeah, just just like a deep breath out of his nose uh, and he looks at you and he's being weird right like he's being weird and he's not telling you something and he's lying about so many things but he reaches out his hand towards you again and you just feel like a little like invisible hand kind of like graze your cheek a little oh. bit <laughs> and everyone he, is into Ido <laughs> he's a model and he, and he says um just take care of yourself. Just be yeah, safe. That's so weird. Word. Okay. Do you think he gave the, the electrum as like reparation for like the eyes? <laughs> One more thing. When I go, a little figurine is going to be left here. Please leave it here because I need oh, to be okay. able to come back here. I thought you were going to say Don't you wanted me to it. take it, but okay. Please steal it. Don't let any of your friends steal it because I need to be able to come back here and fix this place up. Frank, you would 100% cool. steal it. I'm going to be like, yeah. okay, look. Because I know that the rest of my team is going to want to take it, do you have, like, a substitute one that I could take that looks like it? <laughs> Very clever. I would I would expect no less. Uh, and he does pull out another little figurine of himself out of his pocket. Perfect. Uh, and it, so he, again, he, like, holds out his palm and it floats over towards you. Uh, and, it, and, you know, you can you can grab it out of the air. And again, like, when you take it, you feel those invisible fingers again. <laughs> Is it kind of cute, like quirky cute? It has like, you know, the big, you know, No, it's really it's basic. Cute. It's oh, like someone whittled, it's like someone whittled oh. a little person. It's not like a Barbie or like- Yeah, it's not really cute. It's, that is kind of cute though. It's like, a, it's like a little whittling of a little blonde person in uh, in robes. I'm, I'm imagining it as like a little, uh, like a cone shape. Yeah, 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 kind of, yeah. A cone shape and then it's just got blonde paint and then like a white paint for the robe and then like oh really God. simple but then i was also thinking of it as like a funko pop yes <laughs> he, he just is like this is easier than teleporting it's less costly oh so mm, i can imagine yeah anyway thanks for this and i'm sure i'll see you around old man do you wait for him to teleport out or do you leave i just leave okay and outside the cave you can see the lizard folk man in the dark armor kind of staring at you and he, he introduces himself he's like hello i'm i'm black guard karen storms out she's like you better not be another one of master specs minions i've had quite enough of him today uh when i hear karen's voice <laughs> 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 like oh no 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 he's um and, and he looks at you and he's like let me guess you're bossy boss <laughs> yeah he's following oh. us oh you're from the palace probably okay what? While this is happening, Frankie is writing down notes in his notebook about the cave and doesn't really care about that interaction, yeah. but he's just like, oh, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so what you gather is Delton once lived mm-hmm. in this cave. Yes. And while he was down. here, he seemed to be keeping notes. Yes. 
But you didn't open the book, so you don't no, know what the no, notes are. No, not after. But he, but he yeah, filled hundreds of books mm. while he was here. Uh, Frankie put a note to apologize about breaking into his cave and rummaging <laughs> through his stuff. I'm sure he won't be mad about that. Your next Dalton dream, you're going to be like, hey, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry about your cave house. <laughs> it's all fixed. I didn't know it was yours at the time, <laughs> but I did ignore every warning. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Blackguard's talking with you, and he's being polite. He's his his mannerisms are weird. Like he clearly didn't grow up in Yumiya, because his mm. like body language and his mannerisms are all like way off. Mm. And he's just sort of asking you about yourselves. And he's very upfront. He's like, yeah. Um. So I was tasked with uh, observing the people who emerged from the grotto uh, mm-hmm. at at, uh, at Titan Slumber, and so my job is to. Uh, gauge your capabilities uh, magical and wise and such and then I'm gonna report back so who's your who's your boss I decline um, can I guess and if I'm right just nod I, okay is it the assassin no is it the administrator no is it the admiral no <laughs> is it the archmage no is it the emperor no is it the emperor's son no how do you know those nicknames then? <laughs> Look, my employer has told me some stories about you. Yes, we know the stories. And the fact that you are also the ones who emerged from the grotto is interesting. Oh, okay. So we've. You know our names separately from the grotto assignment. That's correct, yes. Huh. That is interesting. I thought so. I still think you're being employed by the administrator. I, well, I'm not. Okay, well, I don't believe you, but you seem like to be a very good cook, so I suppose you can stay with us. I don't know how everyone keeps knowing that about me, but look, I'm practiced. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to hunt. I got good meat. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it just it was yelling for a joke. <laughs> he points over at Idafer, who's now emerging from the cave, and he's like, so he said that I could come with you to observe your capabilities and uh, he asked if I could cook for you which is fine I guess oh. uh, is, is that fine I, I can do it from a distance I can just continue following from from afar if it makes you uncomfortable but just so we know I can't get involved I'm just here to see what you do can I ride your goat oh Chubbles and he turns around and the Chubbles. goat's like nee. uh, Chubbles is a is a steed so oh, I, sorry. I, cast Could I, a, I cast a spell to create him. Oh, how do you do that? Uh, spells are like magic, <laughs> and you use Electrum and you like think about what you want to happen and you like make stuff happen. Cool. So he knows about Electrum and magic. That's cool. Oh, thank, uh, yeah. Thank you. Good. 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 Uh, good. Roll me insight, Flimba. Fifteen. Everyone in Yumisa is like really cagey about Electrum because yeah. of the illegality of it. Mm. And the fact that he's just talking about it, you can gather that like, even though Karen's pretty sure he's from the palace, maybe he's not a Yumiasan citizen. Yeah. <laughs> or like, well, I mean, you can gather he's not Yumiasan from his from his species, but like, yeah. also like the fact that he's just like, yeah, this is what magic is. You use Electrum and then things happen. He, he's not as cagey as everybody else is about Electrum. Maybe he also knows about us because we are the main characters. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we do have that real main character we energy. We do have main character The world does energy. stop existing when you leave a room. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's exactly yeah. correct. And that's how we get the Gen Z people to listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be quite honest with you, Blackguard. It is 
far freakier that you will be following us two to three hundred meters back watching us through a telescope 24 hours a day i would prefer to have you interacting with us rather than well, that silent, looks, that silently looks better stalking. for me because then I can hear you. As yeah, well. silently yeah. stalking us I can, from like, behind. Smell what's happening. Yeah, is is smelling an important part of what you need to know about us? It might be. Okay, Frankie just sniffs himself like <laughs> subtly. Like. <laughs> so, are we cool then? Can I just sort of follow along and take notes? Sure. Yeah, that seems fine. Yeah. Can we see the notes before you leave? I guess, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, actually, I would like to make sure that everything you write is positive and true and correct. <laughs> um, so I will be conducting a review. You should definitely write about how Idafa's face gets all uh, red and, sh- and scrunched up whenever he sleeps. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ido's very self-conscious about the way he sleeps now. <laughs> it's cute, Ido. It's very sweet. It <laughs> is like a little cute. baby. Yes. yes, very cute. So where do you get your religion from? He kind of looks at you and he's like, just points north. I just had it with me when I came here. Wait, where are you, po- where are you pointing at? I'm not. I, I'm from Toth. I'm from the oh. Republic of Toth. So I get my electrum from the Republic of Toth. Because that's where I live. And you just buy it? Mine it. Get given. I just got given it. By who? By my employer. We already know that magic is fine and tough, don't we? I don't think we've specifically mm. talked about it. Oh. But you know that now. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, we, we knew that the other Dragonborn did... Del- Dearwin? I tried to call her Delcatty and I was like, no, that's a Pokemon. <laughs> that's a Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> Dearwin, we know that Dearwin was pretty open about it. Yeah. She said, yeah, she was like, oh, you know... We, we we use it occasionally and yeah. it's kind of a it's kind of a personal thing, but it's not illegal. It's like marijuana in California. That is the exact metaphor that we oh, used. Well, I, there remember you go. That. I remember that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think that was exactly how from, we described from it. From back yeah. in the question box, yeah. <laughs> Can I also ask how many people you think are in this party right now? Or how many Individuals. Ha- individuals. I'm so suspicious about that question. Yeah, that's a <laughs> why did you ask that? Because I can flag. count four. Is there more? I mean, is there more? Does your, do you oh count your Steve? Oh my god, Flynn. What? Even I'm confused. Am I supposed to yeah. count myself amongst that? Yeah, like, you am can I, if you want to. I'm part of the team You can now? be a part of the team if now, Blackguard. Okay, so five then? Yeah, cool. Sweet. Awesome. I'm very confused. And you're definitely okay with me riding your steed? Is your steed okay with me riding your well steed? I wouldn't do that if I was you. Oh, also Hans. My legs are tired. <laughs> do you introduce him to Hans? No. Okay. <laughs> I want that to be a. I was say, Hans hasn't been out in a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be an organic introduction. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit just an, inor- an inorganic, an inorganic introduction. construct. You guys sort of finish talking with this sort of nervous, big, <laughs> like, bulky, big, bulky armored dinosaur who's like a bit nervous. And uh, Frankie, you feel a bit of a kinship towards yeah. him with how awkward he <laughs> is. Frankie just talks book. to him the whole time, <laughs> even if he's not listening. Be like, okay, um, also, do you know that potatoes, if you store them in the ground, like, he's just like getting <laughs> all these facts. He's running, he's running down everything. He's I really him, like, like that. But he's yeah. really not sure yet what is and isn't relevant information. So I just want to confirm. Yeah. So he, because I just assumed he was just being quite standoffish and a little bit rude, but is he actually just kind of a little bit social anxiety, a little He's bit a little awkward? awkward yeah. Aww. And like you guys are asking him questions that like he doesn't like. When Flynn was like, "How many people are in this group?" He 
like that's a that's a that's question a that feels like a trick question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> he's not being entirely forthcoming. Yeah, like he that's refuses fair. to tell you who he works for. I don't blame him. But um, he's refusing to tell us in a way which is extremely cute. <laughs> I yeah, feel. he's kind of uh-huh, sweet. Uh-huh. Is he quite handsome? He's like, I, I'm declining that. He's he might be my son in the future. Yeah. <laughs> he might be becoming another one of my sons. Another one of your another sons. Another son. Unlike unlike Spec, who I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, we're here. I'm going to need you to define why do you hate him so much? I forget. Every interaction that Karen's had with him has been negative. He was oh. like, why don't you guys go and see what you can do about the vampires? And then yeah. Idafer nearly died. Actually, yeah, he, didn't, we were- he didn't. <laughs> so Idafer tried to track him. And then he put the coin somewhere and you guys went up there. He never said, oh, by the way, go check out the vampires. <laughs> yeah, but he, he knew what was going on. He did that on purpose. He did that on purpose to four. Yeah, okay. You can carry on thinking what you're thinking. Yeah, he did that. On, he did that on purpose. <laughs> think what you want to think. He did that on purpose because he hates us. Yeah. He sent his minions after us. He's stolen us. things from us, and he won't tell us anything. And Karen hates him. But Friskin has <laughs> never done anything negative to us, and he's one of. He did spy on you Friskin's guys. Friskin's a good I mean, boy. He spied on us for a long time, and also he won't tell us anything. And also he quit his job. <laughs> with he's zero notice but he didn't turn he's up he's saved yeah. our butts I think a few times yeah I agree <laughs> I, like Poet even though he stole the amulet saved Flynn's life that's true during the, during yeah, the like, skirmish he still with the stole from golem. us yeah. we wouldn't have even been in that situation they could have Poet murdered us several times if they <laughs> wanted to and they haven't very lawful good over there aren't you Kia ora, Penny here. Thanks for being here with us for what I dubbed during the edit, the Rowdy episode. If you're listening to this episode on the day of release, I have two things to tell you. The first thing is, wow, I love you. You have impeccable taste of things to do with your Sunday. The second thing is, today is the last day we're accepting applications for the Yes and Charity stream. If you're a New Zealander of any description and you would like to be involved in our efforts to raise $20,000 for the Cancer Society by playing D&D, please send an email to yesandcharitystream at gmail.com today. You'll get an automatic response straight away. Just have a read and follow the instructions to apply. Applications close on Sunday the 30th of April at 5pm. A shout out to our patrons over on Patreon. Today and all days, you are members of the Parchment People. James Courtright, Sam Sarah, Anonymous Comrade, Viva La Revolution, Claire McDonald, Jules Bergeser, Violet, Shobna Lee, Alex Moore, Lyndon Hood, Jesse Wesson, Disturbed One NZ, Andrew Evans, Luna Chris, and William Evans. This week's bonus content, just for you, shows what happens when your rowdy players aren't listening to the NPC names. If you're curious about our bonus content, or you would like to become a supporter of the terrible adventures of the Janison Breffitt's Parchment Company, go check out patreon.com slash jbpcpodcast. There are multiple tiers with lots of different rewards you can unlock, and I'm making more of an effort to post exclusive content over there. At the moment, we are putting up moments that we recorded but couldn't put in the public release, JBPC's blooper reels, and After Dark spicy content. Music credits, thanks to Diala for All I Am, Robert Muzinger for Blue Mood, Anno Domini Beats for Illusions, King Canyon for Keep On Moving, Nathan Moore for The Goons Loose and Read All Over, Telecasted for Saviour, and Track Tribe for Wish You'd Never Left. As always, our social media pages are facebook.com slash Podcast and at JBPC Podcast on Twitter. 
Also, keep an eye on the Kiwi RPG hashtag for all sorts of things that Kiwi creators like us are doing with their projects. If you are a Kiwi RPG creator, come and join Kimu Fakatu o Aotearoa, the Kiwi RPG Discord server, to find a great community of game designers, podcasters, and streamers. Next episode, Hearth and Wellbeing, Part 3, will be out in two weeks on May 14th. Looking forward to seeing you back here with us next time. Let's continue the adventure, shall we? The journey up the mountain gets steadily colder uh, until you find yourselves like literally inside the clouds. (laughs) Uh, It's easily below zero degrees up here. Uh, How are you traveling? Do you have any strategies for staying well and keeping together? Who's at the front? How are you keeping well be warm? Throw some travel info at me. So at this point, Ida has decided to um, wild shape into the mountain goat. Okay. Can I ride you? Yeah, you've got an hour like that. Yeah. So, what I'm going to do before I do transform, I'm going to be like, okay, look, if you guys want to rest, what we can do is when I'm going to turn into a goat, all right? Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ram one of these trees and try and get like a big plate, like a big square of bark or whatever the hell. Okay. And then you guys can tie that to me and sit on it. A sleigh. Yeah, like similar a to a sleigh, yes. I'm going to do that now. Roll me a nature check. See how well this goes for you. Not super great. (laughs) That is an 11. The trees up here aren't big enough. Like, they're they're few and far between. We've moved past the part where it's out Mm. of the forest. And now it's mostly just, like, you know, bare snow. Uh, so with an 11, like you, there, there are no trees here that are that are big enough to be able to get that that amount of bark. Okay, okay, okay. I've got an idea. Um, mm, Blackguard. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to do something fun that you can put into your notebook. Okay. But it can only last for an hour. Oh my god! Yeah, he just saw so me you turn can, to a girl. So you can also so you can also write that down that it only lasts for an hour, and then. You can take over duties, or your goat, Chubbles, can take over the duties of pushing the snow out of the way for the rest of us. Thank um, you, please. I'm not supposed to interfere. That's fine. So I'm supposed to just watch. Okay, but y- but you're already watching something pretty special, and you've seen the extent of what, it's, of what it can do. So he can transform into goats. <laughs> yeah. And now, once we've gone to the end of that special thing... Please use your goat to move the snow out of the way. Yeah. Because we can't do it anymore. Oh. I'm, Thank you. I'm really not supposed Thank to you. That's fine. That's fine. I won't. Roll me a persuasion check. I won't tell anyone, <laughs> darling, I promise. Can I assist by just standing behind him and like... Yeah, so thumbs roll, up, roll thumbs me a persuasion check with advantage. Yes! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flynn Var and Karen peer pressuring this poor man. <laughs> While this is happening, like, I've tried to get bark off and I realised that there's not enough, so I was like... Um, I looked back at the group, they were talking to Blackguard, and I was like, alright, I'm going to take this opportunity to just scout forward a little bit and see what's coming up. Cool. Uh, roll me perception. Okay. Using using the goat's perception stat, I guess. I was like, oh, we could use that bark, and then I could cast enlarge, but then I realised it the doesn't goat's last perception. long enough. You've got goat I thought it was eyes. Only physical. Oh, that's true, yeah. It is supposed to be only physical things. Oh, okay, that's how it works, is if the goat's perception is better than Idafa's perception, then you can use the goat's perception yes. instead. I can guarantee it's not. Okay. <laughs> 17. Uh, okay, yeah, you, you sort of uh, bound off ahead uh, while everyone's talking. <laughs> How long do you go for by yourself before you turn around? Um, 
not too far, maybe just, maybe we'll, mm, it's hard to determine like speed and stuff, but a couple hundred meters. Okay, yeah, so the first thing that you notice is that because you're literally inside the clouds right now, uh, the visibility is very, very low. Uh, if it wasn't for your goat ears, you, you, you'd be worried that you might lose the party, even just with a couple of hundred feet away from, from them. You're not in a snowstorm because you're inside the cloud, not below it, but it is cold, windy, uh, there's lots of precipitation, and, and the uh, mountain appears to be just like ramping up a little bit steeper, uh, but still climbable, but just bare snow for, and bare snow and rock for the most part. Okay. Um, with that, I go back down to the party. I don't really want to get out of goat form yet. I've only been in it for a couple minutes. But I am going to kind of nudge at Karen's backpack. I'm going to, I'm going to, basically the point is I'm going to try and point out that what we should do is use a rope to (laughs) tie to each other so that we can just Hmm. say like, you can't see up there. But maybe performance with disadvantage because I'm a goat. (laughs) Goat Yeah, okay, sure, that, that sounds... That, I'll, I'll take that pitch. Okay. <laughs> performance with disadvantage. Should I do it with the goat's charisma? No, use your own charisma. 14. Karen's rope is tied to the outside of her bag. So it's pretty easy just to like chomp onto the rope and kind of pull on it. Karen thinks you're trying to lead her somewhere before you sort of don't follow through so then she realizes it's the rope itself mm. uh karen would you you guys have done the technique before where you tie each other together absolutely so i think this is this is pretty pretty easy leap of logic mm. to make that idafer wants you to you know tie the group together and like you're inside the cloud too you know that you can't see very far so mm. uh yeah i think that's pretty easy logic so karen's going to start tying everybody together she's going to make idafer go first because he's a goat. goat yeah he's gonna stand at the front like he wants you to do that yeah. uh, good and she and then she'll tie herself to Idafa and then the other two behind her. And because she got a twenty-three on persuading Blackguard to move ahead of everyone else after Idafa has turned back into a goat, she's just assuming that he's going to do that. Yeah, he's convinced himself that watching you guys from the front will give him all sorts of access to your facial expressions and stuff. So <laughs> he is now like sitting backwards on Chubbles. Uh, Chubbles is like moving up the, you know, moving on up through the snow, <laughs> and he's sitting backwards and writing about you um, and telling Chubbles to slow down occasionally when he can't see you anymore because of the visibility. <laughs> and you could just follow the goat up. All right, off you go, Idafa. Good, good job. So for an hour, we have me as a mountain goat. Yep. Um, kind of like carving out a path a little bit, I guess, because I've got a quite a big body. Yeah. I would say everybody roll me a group athletics check. You can have advantage because of the extra steps that you've taken. And I'm pretty sure because Karen's still channeling the elk. So I am, yes. So, yeah, so like, we do have double speed available. Yeah. What, what are we rolling? Oh. Uh, athletics. Uh, athletics checks at advantage. And we're, it's a group athletics check. Ido got 11. Karen got a natural 20. Nice. Plus nine, a 29. 29. Frank, got a 13. Fling got 11. I got to re-roll a natural one too. Well, Karen really threw off the curve there. You're welcome. So you guys passed. Yes. <laughs> and you make really good time because of all the factors that are going into this. You're getting to the thickest part of the cloud like to the point where it's even tied together it's getting difficult to see the person in front of you blackguard is assumedly ahead because you're following the trail but even the person at the front like even you idafa leading the party can't see him (laughs) and you're sort of moving on moving on through the snow Uh, and then idafa uh you notice that blackguard stopped 
and, and you you catch up with him, and you can see something sticking out of the snow. Uh, it is a. It's hard to see, but it's like a, a a pole extending upwards, and at the top of it, there's a disc, and leading up like past the you know up further up the mountain there's like a cable that comes down loops into the disc and then goes back up again oh my god so wait i'm no chairs we found the we found the train right no the snow well yeah the the gondola yeah the gondola because what you know is tarago nook is a skiing resort so we're either above it or below it i assume uh frankie this (laughs) looks like a this looks like a piece of tech to you this looks like a, a contraption or a machine so why don't you go ahead and roll me an investigation check once you like can kink it up and take a look at it Ooh, nice that is a 31 yeah nice easy wow. yeah so you you piss <laughs> around with blast. it and you realize that you could get this thing it, it moves somehow so you could get this, this thing move. moving with just a level two spell slot and and some electrum um, okay so do you do that yes yeah, so like, oh this would be an easy fix i could get it working guys just take five. Oh, I got this. Uh, write this down, Blackguard. And, and Blackguard does. Like, he comes up and he starts, like, writing down what you're doing. And he asks you a few questions about your tinkering and, and, and stuff I like that. I explain everything to him in great detail. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And so kind of in the same way that you, when you use magical tinkering, you kind of, like, put Electrum inside of something. Mm-hmm. And it becomes energy and, and goes inside and performs the task that you want it to do. Um, the disc at the top of the pole starts spinning. Uh, and what comes down at you from one of the sides looks like a park bench hanging from the cable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, it is. It is wide enough that you could fit two people on it, uh, and it's coming down. And you've probably got like 10, 15 seconds before it would uh, scoop two people up. So who's gonna who's gonna jump on it? We need to undo this rope. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, we need to undo this Do rope. Do we? Because what if one of us falls off the next? No, Karen is Karen is frantically undoing the rope. Yeah. And I guess it's I, so. It's... I'm still a goat, so I'm not gonna. Hmm. Okay. I suppose that's fair. Uh, Karen uh, doesn't want to get on first because if it, people are left behind, she wants to stay with them. Okay. So she's going to try and get Frankie. Frankie will go on last in okay, case he needs I'll, I'll to. We can't all go last, something. guys. Yeah. Frankie needs to fix something just in case. I'll okay. jump on. Cool. And, jump on. and Blackguard. Uh, yeah, okay. Blackguard <laughs> uh, jumps on with you and he's like, this is exciting. This isn't. This is. Have you seen this? And then, like, as he's as he's trying to ask you questions, the 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 chair like scoops up your butts uh, and like uh, you know carries on up, uh, and you guys are you guys are gone, and you you're you're moving up towards like up up the hill at, at, at a much faster pace than you were before. Oh, this is much nicer on my legs. Karen puts her hands on her hips and goes, "Hmm. Well, I hope there's another bench coming." Oh my god! <laughs> after after about after about thirty seconds, there is another bench. Okay. There should be another bench. Can you turn into a small animal and maybe sit on our lap? I can only do one wild shape per long rest, I believe. You got two per long rest, but you can only turn from Idafa to animal to Idafa. You can't turn from animal okay. to animal. I'm just going to turn back into Idafa. But his goat would get up somewhere too. Oh, sorry, his steed. If you didn't want to. He just left it behind. He's, he said it was the effect of a spell, so yeah. like once it once it wears off, like he can just cast it again. Karen, I think it'll be fine if we do all of us. Me and Frank are two thin boys, and you're just a small lady, so we should be fine. All right. Um, Karen will gather the, gather the two boys in close, and she'll sit in the middle, 
and okay. we'll just all kind of try and squeeze in together. Yeah, cool. Uh, the, the chair scoops you up, and because of the little metal side rails, you guys are really squished together to the point that Karen's kind of sitting on both of your laps. And as we have discussed in the past, Karen's a pretty bottom-heavy gal, so it's not a great nice arrangement warm. for yeah. anyone. She is nice and warm, though. And and you notice that below you, uh, Chubbles, the goat is like. Uh, like prancing along beneath you, kind of screaming, but like goat screaming. Oh, no, Chubbles. Uh, but after a while, he is eventually left behind because he just <gasps> oh can't keep no. up with the pace. Oh, that's spell, terrifying. Right? Yeah. yeah, but he's a horse. He's a, he's a steed, right, changed into He is a spell. Okay, so no. there's a spell called Fine Steed oh, in which okay. you can uh, right. create a mount from magic and when it runs out, it disappears and you can cast it again. So like... But you guys can be upset about I it if you want to. I am actually upset. Yeah, I'm a little it's bit like upset about Chubbles. Because his feelings are still there. I know, his feelings are valid. Yeah. So, so you guys are on your separate chairs, and you leave Chubbles behind, and Frankie's oh. like, no! <laughs> <laughs> and he tries, to, he tries to jump down, but you're like, that's like 80 feet yeah, to his no, death. No, no, so. no, Frankie, no! <laughs> you can't no. sacrifice yourself for a goat! He's a goat! He's meant to be here! Um, and so Flynn, uh, like you are obviously first. Yeah. So after you know a little while of being on the seat as it moves up the mountain and kind of goes past a few more of these poles, you pop out the top of the cloud and you're now above the clouds and under the evening sky, like in this beautiful spot, just nestled in, just a, like in a little flat spot amongst all these mountain peaks, you can see a little town. It's, mm. it's got modern wooden cabins. It's got delicate powdery snow across the top of the roofs. Off to the south, you can see this big thick metal railing like leading up to the town and like moving into a shed that sort of stands just outside the gate. This, this has to be it, right? Like where Queen's else would there be? Town. Would there be a, <laughs> <laughs> where else would there be a town nestled in the middle of the mountains? It, it, this has to be Tarago Nook. Ooh. And you, you continue riding the chairlift up and the whole time Blackguard's like, okay, and how often do you end up above the clouds? Uh, you know, we have, it's never a dull day. Okay. Every other I'll, weekend. I'll, I'll write that down. And you get to the top uh, and can you roll me an acrobatics check to dismount? That's really satisfying when a halfling gets a two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, it's a three, though. Oh, um, sorry. So 15. Wow. I got dicks. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you, you do have dicks. My dicks is my uh, So Blackguard, hang on, we'll see how he does. He does fine. He sort of hops off. He's got a lot of weight in the armor, so he can kind of hop off, and then he's good. Uh, and then you do the same thing, and you you think you're going to slip, but you recover pretty well. The, the height of it is not made for a halfling at the top. So <laughs> have you ever, like, tried to walk upstairs, and oh, then there's, the like, time. you think there's another stair, but there yep. isn't. You fall yeah. a bit further. Um, you do land on your feet, though, uh, and you do sort of... You stand around, and it's beautiful up here. You're above the clouds. The sky is just that beautiful, like, evening orange color. All of the snow up here is all, like, completely smooth and like nice powdery blanket there's a few mountain peaks off in the distance like you can tell just from the setting people pay a lot of money to come yeah. up here and you can see why mm. so just because he's a little bit bored um he leans into black guard and he kind of puts his hand on his back and he's like ah the romance i've always wanted to come here <laughs> <laughs> i'm not interested in halflings but, <laughs> He's but thank, thank you I mean I appreciate the offer but I, I romance is not 
what I'm here for. Can I pick his pocket? Black guy. He's looking at you and speaking to you. But he's distracted by his feelings. <laughs> okay. Do you want to try and pick his pocket? Like oh while he is looking at and talking to you. Because it would be my, like me doing this. No, but have you seen have you seen those like um, street artists that they're like they deceive you Slitters by being so obvious? Artist. He's a performer. Thank you very much. Okay, <laughs> roll me a slider handshake at disadvantage. Can well be huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? What was that? Um, slider hand. Slider hand. Holy shit! An eight. <laughs> he, he looks at you trying to put your hand in his pocket and he's like I appreciate the gesture but I just told you that I'm not interested <laughs> oh sorry this sorry. You, this is the pl- kind of place where I assume people come to like ad- and he sort of like High makes five. the hand gestures of oh like terrible terrible, yeah, hand, terrible hand, gestures. hand gestures and he's like yeah but again I'm working that would be uncomfortable <laughs> at our heights true 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 consent and is he, key. he stands five feet away from you <laughs> <laughs> Just meanwhile, meanwhile. <laughs> I like the meanwhiles. They're fun. <laughs> uh, the three of you, again, see this, the same thing happen, right? And you come up through the clouds, and the first thing that you notice is Blackguard's taking some personal space away from Flynn. <laughs> but past that, you can, see, you can see this beautiful town. You can see this gorgeous orange sky and these lovely mountain peaks and just be, this wonderful, like, unbroken blanket of powdery snow just across everything it's beautiful karen says oh i wish i could have bought barry here (sighs) if his dad had approved of our marriage this would have been our honeymoon spot yeah i thought you guys were rich we weren't rich for a long time that was my fault so the three of you roll me acrobatics checks to successfully dismount okay (laughs) it's not about being rich to get to to it's it's about who you know natural 20 Nice. nice Yeah, not a problem, Idafa. If anything, you like dismount and sort of like slide gracefully on one foot, like like you're on a like you're on an ice skate, just like all the way up to where Flynn is, and you like finish up by like putting your arm over his shoulder, easy, Zaz. easy breezy. And you say, "How romantic!" Like <laughs> <laughs> right, Karen got a sixteen. Yeah, again, you're you're fine. Yeah, you're a bottom heavy gal, and you're pretty used to you're pretty used to this kind of thing. So yeah, you hop off. You don't quite have the same like sort of beautiful grace. But I'm sure she's hopped out of a few minecarts in her time. Yeah, she knows how to get out of it. She knows how to yeah. get out of a moving vehicle. Frankie. Frankie got an eleven. Okay. Oh, that's not you, too bad. It's a bit shaky, but you, what you do this time is you take both ends of your scarf and you pick them up, to <laughs> get them out from underneath your feet, and nice. then you hop off like that. And it's it's not there's nothing special to it, but it also doesn't make you fall down. Yes, because you <laughs> should have tripped. So yeah. learning, yes. learning, yeah. Constant, cons- on a journey of constant learning. Look at our personal growth. <laughs> and so you are you are a minute short walk away from the main gates to Tarago Nook. It's like there's there's a there's a little sort of like entrance archway with the with the name of the town written on it um, but off to the sort of side of the gate um, there's a light coming from within the shed that the big railing leads into hmm. uh, and you can also hear a voice coming from within there like a melodious male voice Frankie would just like to turn to uh, Blackguard and be like you, you're writing you're getting all this right oh I you do not have to ask me that I will okay. always be writing stuff down like that thing that that thing that that Mr. Sourpout just did uh, that's going in the that's okay, going good, in the good. dossier. Uh, write this down. Hell okay. yeah, it is. Frankie's log. Start date. Year. 
whatever year it is of our Lord AD. We have re. There's no lords, Frankie. Of our emperor. Shut up. <laughs> uh, we have uh, reached uh, Trago Nook. Uh, we have gazed through the beautiful landscape and risen above the clouds. And he's like describing everything that you said. Yeah. But more poetic. I love it. More to, poetic than how yeah, I said yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, that's just, be good. Just adding like, just a little bit of flavor to spice up the. Oh, right, because I didn't include enough a flavor. Of, yeah, a little, bit of, yeah. a little bit of Frankie flavor. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of Frankie <laughs> the, flavor. The beautiful technology. <laughs> we have the found a, a shed that is uh, light very, is illuminating. Very, very shed focused. Shed focused. <laughs> it, it, yep, so he's just dictating everything to uh, Black Eyed Rides that down. Uh, meanwhile. I feel, like, I feel like Frankie is actually really happy about having a personal scribe. Yes, he is. <laughs> and Blackguard's much too polite to be like, hey, I'm not your scribe. I'm taking my own notes. <laughs> if you read the notes, it would be like, okay, this one really enjoys talking. <laughs> Alpha, uh, you are not part of this conversation immediately, but uh, your earring scrambles all the audio for a moment that you're hearing uh, and then and then decodes it again uh, like you're used to it doing uh, because the, the singing voice that you can hear was not speaking a language that you understood hmm. um, so the three of you you can hear singing but you don't understand it um, Idafa you do hear you do hear the lyrics to the song and it's a it's like a melancholic ballad coming from inside it sounds like a young man's voice um, and the lyrics are asking where did the monsters go did they flee underground did they escape into the sky have they gone to another world where did the monsters go perhaps the people are now the monsters perhaps they always were oh and it's that kind of imagine it to that to that 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 old song of like where have all the cowboys gone but like about <laughs> monsters instead where have all the monsters gone yeah, yeah. and where are all this is the not gods? a fairy godmother moment <laughs> <laughs> why not that's yeah. not melancholy enough yeah but it's a um like a melancholic ballad that he's just singing to himself with no musical accompaniment how far away does this sound? It's coming from not very far away. Like, you, you, it would take you a minute to walk to the main gate. It would probably take you 40 seconds to walk to the shed that is next to the main gate. So it's very close. Okay, yeah, I'm going to walk towards the sound. The big doors of the shed are closed, but around the sort of side of it, there's like a little person-sized door because there's big doors <laughs> at the front, big like, barn doors. Is everyone following or is Artifa going by himself? I would follow. Yeah, I'll follow. I want to follow, but Flynn wants to yell. Um, yell. <laughs> Flynn wants to whisper, are we, are we openly being here or are we, are we sneaking? Well, we're here to see the wizard, aren't we? Yeah, but are we allowed to be? He's a yeah. he's a herpetologist. He's a, he's, a, he's a reptile scientist. The, I'm sorry, we're here to see the reptile wizard. The wonderful aren't we? reptile wizard of, of us. Arthur, <laughs> 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 yeah, you you walk up. You can have a little peer inside the door. It's not closed. In this side shed, you can see a young man dressed in overalls and a scarf. Um, he's got shocking green hair. Ooh. And he's tending to an absolutely enormous armor-covered centipede. You don't usually see their faces, but with all the, like, you know, eyes and stuff that it has, but it's pretty safe to assume that this is their train, the train that you couldn't catch to get here in the first mm. place. Does it have to just hang out on the rails when it's not doing its own life? There's like a little, there's, it's not a habitat, but it's oh, like, yeah. it's it's a really big guy okay. and it's not like locked onto the rail, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's just in the shed. That's where they keep it. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like putting a horse in the stable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I know just knocks on the door and be like. The green haired boy, like 
freaks out. He like jumps and he <laughs> turns around and he looks at you like he's been caught doing something he's not supposed to do. Oh. And he looks at you and he's like, um, who, who are you? <laughs> oh, so you speak common. Interesting. Um, who are you? I'm Ricky and I'm just feeding Buttercup. And he points at the, he points oh. at the centipede. And we don't usually see people here in the off season. And so, and he starts like slowly sidling, like walking sideways uh, away from the centipede. Karen kind of pops her head round Ida for and says, no, 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 no. We were, we were sent here. We were sent here. Don't worry, darling. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Uh, sorry, you were sent here by who? And he's still like sidling. We're looking for the heroptologist. It, Professor Peridot, darling, we're here to see him. Or her? Peridot? Yes. Oh, Ameth? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, um... We've got a very special reptile I'm sure they'd love to have a look at. Oh, okay, yeah, um... The... Who are you? Sorry? And he's still, he's still like, moving sideways away from the centipede. <laughs> are you safe? I'm, you? Ka- I'm Karen. Karen Stonecutter. Okay. Oh, like Stonecutter? Yes, like Stonecutter. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, and you're here to see Ameth. Yes. Okay. And he's moved all the way off to the side. Uh, and he and he like reaches and he starts like ringing this bell. <gasps> oh my that's god. like right there. And it, it's like gong 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 gong. I hope that's I hope that's to summon Ameth, darling, and not to summon the guards. No, I just needed to let people know that there's visitors here because we don't normally let. People come into the town Can in the office. Can I have an season. insight roll, please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> he just rang a panic bell. Because he just, <laughs> he just ran a panic bell. Yeah. So great. I love that. Sidled. I thought he was sidling because he was in trouble for being near the caterpillar thing. Mm-hmm. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like yeah. sneaky boy, he's got a friend. 22. He's really surprised to see you. Mm. He doesn't seem like angry. Right. He doesn't seem like, oh, we're going to get these people. He, like, it, th- that was a panic response, absolutely. Right. But not, like, a malicious panic response. Right. Um, and and he, he's like, okay, well, you guys can, how many How many of you are there? Five. Okay. Can, um, we, can we hang out in here until Professor Peridot or the appropriate person comes to collect us? Is that sh- okay? Sure. You can tell us all about Buttercup. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, he kind of brightens up a little bit. He's like, <laughs> oh, well, this is Buttercup. Uh, she's 17 and wow. she's a fully grown, uh, fully grown centipede train. Uh, there is another name for it, but I can't think of that right now, but, but it's my job to like feed her and take care of her. And she brings people up from the city yeah. up, up here during the on season, which is when we let people into the, t- I feel like you're not picking up that part of it, which is, this is not the right time to come to the t- and it rings the bell again <laughs> that's okay that's okay sometimes sometimes people sometimes people uh, walk up a mountain so tell me more about can i pet buttercup i'm never this close to a centipede you, lose you a- should <laughs> <laughs> flynn's like <laughs> i mean you have been this close to a centipede train once before and yeah. it bit one of your fingers off yes uh he's like um yeah i guess just stay away from the front end Okay. Because she just sort of eats anything that gets put in front of her. Okay. Especially fingers. <laughs> Don't talk about my fingers. <laughs> Karen will like, Karen will gingerly kind of pet one of Buttercup's legs. Oh, smooth. Yeah, it kind of wiggles a little bit. Like it, like, like it's made of a bunch of different like sections, right? So mm. it kind of like wriggles a little bit. 
they're very responsive, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're pretty smart. Mm. I mean, they're not they're not that smart. They just like to, they just like to run, kind of like a horse. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Uh, it's being a horse. A- anyway, I think. Wait, you guys have never been here before, have you? No. No. Shot round. And he, he gets a big smile on his face when he realizes that you guys have never been here before, and he's like. It's very nice to meet you guys. My name is Ricky. <laughs> and I'm the mayor. <laughs> so I say what we can do. And I, what I think we should do is we should go talk to Ma. Because she's in charge and she'll know what to do. Okay, Mayor, Ricky. I'll, let's, let's go talk to Ma. I'll let her know that the mayor sent us. Oh, I'm going to definitely come with you. Yes. yes. And I'll let her know that the mayor is with us. <laughs> and he smiles there. He's like, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Because I'm the mayor, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's go meet Ma. So yeah. when you normally welcome people in, do you give complimentary snacks? Or, you know, is this the welcome you kind of get, Mayor? I'm just not sure if you're welcome. Oh, I'm in my centipede train feeding clothes right now so i don't also i feel like i've already mentioned that we don't take visitors now so when we you visitors usually come in <laughs> yes there are gift bags but we prepare those at the start of the on season <laughs> of which this is not so we're That's not visitors fine. we're guests we're we're aware that this is the off season okay so just to confirm this is the off season right? <laughs> <laughs> yes this is the off season thank you <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, and he, he does. He leads you guys into town. He, he he's a bit weirded out about Blackguard because he like doesn't know what to make of Blackguard, really. But Blackguard's like just nervous and writing stuff down as well. So they make a good pair. Uh, and he he leads you guys into town just through the archway, uh, and the town's totally empty. Like although it looks like it would be really lovely. Uh, and welcoming during the on season there's like lots of cafes there's a skiing school there's like a live drawing studio like everything on this little like main street is all set up for like the leisure of the guests who come here for like to be in the to be in the like you know come to the ski resort Hmm. karen says to karen says to idafa idafa you're hip to the youth culture right (laughs) um I don't feel like I should say yes to that because that's no one says that. Oh, well, uh, that's a strong yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you can you get hair dye that vibrant? Do you oh, think? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think it was natural? I don't. I'm I'm not sure. But your your hair's kind of purpley, so I was wondering if maybe it was a a, a magical effect or a, a. Well, I guess you could pull down his pants if you want to double check. Oh, oh uh, no! My I'm not going God. to be doing that. Yeah, That's... no, probably don't. <laughs> Only his hairdresser knows for sure. Yeah, exactly. It, it was an ad. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, Frankie, as you walk in, you realize that this whole town is sitting on like a lot of fonts all bunched together. You like walk in and you feel that tingle mm. of like being on a magical Ugh. font. And yes. then you sort of like walk out of it for a second and back into it again. And <laughs> it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of like interconnected fonts all bunched together underneath this town. And it, you noticed it like literally as soon as you crossed the threshold yeah. uh, into Tarago Nook. Frankie would have mentioned that to Blackguard if I come stand here. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and Blackguard does take the time to like stand with you. Do you feel that? It's the romance. <laughs> <laughs> um, Idafo, Frankie's talking to Blackguard, and you're kind of bringing up the back of the trail a little bit, right? 
and you're looking around and this place is like it's it's uncomfortable how empty and quiet this place is because people clearly live here ricky lives here and you look around and you can't see a single thing and then there's a flash of red like three buildings away and just because of your height and the like angle that you're sitting at, you can see something happening that maybe you shouldn't be able to see. And it's two larger men dragging a young man with like shocking red hair. Like they, they drag him towards a storm cellar and they throw open the doors uh, and they, they like force him down into the storm cellar and then the doors close. You're the only one who sees this. And then from the other end of the town, comes running this old woman in like a nighty and like a little cardi and like sprinting down the town like the main street towards you uh and she says um uh hello uh guests my my name's ma lovely to meet you and i'm the mayor and ricky's like assistant (laughs) mayor's assistant sorry ma they already know that i'm the mayor thanks for voting for me by the way (laughs) and ma like stares at him for like a bit before she recomposes herself and she's like uh yes ricky of course i'm the mayor's assistant yes this is all very uh very convincing and i'm afraid that mayor ricky has no right to bring you in here uh and i'm gonna need to ask you all to leave immediately but he's the mayor he's got all the right and ricky's like nodding along with that and then he realizes like oh true <laughs> shit <laughs> uh and, and ricky's like well they just came here to talk to ameth so like why don't we just let them talk to ameth and then they can leave yes thank you that's a very moral decision thank you ricky i appreciate <laughs> that candle <laughs> and and ma like and it's quite funny right because her hair's like white white and mm. so like with the snow yeah yeah she's like an old old lady and like with the snow on the like rooftops and stuff it's like like blending in and out of the snow <laughs> and she she looks at Ricky and she says through gritted teeth like we can't let them talk to Ameth because Ameth is currently on duty at the horror house like halfway through what she was saying she realized that you could all hear her and she like corrected herself the whorehouse? Well, I'm not that comfortable with sex, but I can go be yep. a bystander at the whorehouse. Sex work is valid work. Sex work is real work? Yeah, you can't talk to Professor Peridot because he's busy with all the whores. <laughs> I think that what we have to say to Professor Peridot will be vastly more interesting to them than some ladies and gentlemen of the night. Or day. Or day. Or day. Yeah. Or any time of any time of day or night. And Ricky's like, well, actually it is dangerous out there. Like there's you know, it's out on the high pass and there's like really big rocks out there, so and and look like Mars like like given the given the shut up signal <laughs> and she's like, Look, we are closed. Okay? We're aware. Which I feel like you don't understand the meaning of that word. Uh so we make it very clear that we don't accept visitors in the off season. Uh, and we have very good reasons for that. So, Ricky, Mayor Ricky, please tell them to leave. And please give us a map to help us leave to go to the high pass. <laughs> <laughs> to help us leave. Thank and you, Ricky's, Mayor Ricky. And Ricky's like, wouldn't they like freeze to death if we'd send them out in the snow at night? 
And Miles like, oh right, I always forget about the, the how the snow affects people. That's why he's mad. Okay, fine. You can stay here for tonight only. We will provide you with food and shelter, and then tomorrow you have to leave. You can come back next winter, and you can speak with Ameth then. Agreed. We will stay for one night. Thank you for your hospitality. I am hungry, thank you. <laughs> uh, what about you two? Yeah, I, I'd just nod along with Karen, because yeah. she said it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> like, without saying, I promise. I'm happy with that, yeah. All right, then. Do we get to stay in the mayor's house? I don't want to stay in Ricky's house. <laughs> Ricky's like, yeah, you probably want to stay in the lodge. And she, <laughs> she um, turns around, and she like gestures to this beautiful big log cabin with like an entire glass wall a chateau yeah like it's like a little mini chateau in there and she says through gritted teeth fine welcome to Tarago Nook Greetings. I certainly hope that they've gone. I have other things to be doing. Master Speck here. Thank you for listening to this small portion of my story. If you would like my advice, always put your best face forward. And if your face isn't very good, you can change it. Goodbye now.